guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful Arsenio's ESL podcast. And today we're going to be speaking about cut price travel. I have no idea what that means, but man, let's dive into this. This is an article in regards to cheap flights to Rome, but guess what? There are some issues with this. And this is, I told you guys about traveling and how this could be a big issue in a lot of different areas, cultures and all that good stuff. But Man, let's talk about this. I mean, this is ridiculous. Okay, let me read this out for you. Are you ready? How is it possible that two passengers sitting shoulder to shoulder in the same plane can pay such different prices for their tickets? No, no, seriously. I'm like reading this article right now. Okay, this is crazy. And it's the truth. But I'm, I'm okay, keep it going. Buying an airline ticket has become a test of skill and timing where the customer is responsible for getting the best deal possible. With the online reservation systems of cut price airlines, it is your fault if you get a bad deal because there is no travel agent to blame. Okay, let's unpack this paragraph, okay? Because basically, again, cut price airlines, we're gonna be discussing this. But again, I tried booking a Singapore Airlines ticket back in the day and it was an additional $300 on Travelocity. Although if I had booked it directly through singaporeair.com, I would have gotten it for $300 less. Have you ever heard the people say, oh, if you get on, you know, at a specific time during the, um, what is it? Uh, what is it during the day? If you get on, let's say at uh, 3 a.m., prices are at this point, you know, at this price point versus this price point. There's so much. But to be honest with you, man, oh my God, this is so true. Guys, let me just continue reading this article. Nowadays, all airlines have a pricing department, which is responsible for yield management. In other words, their job is to adjust the price of tickets in order to get the maximum possible profit for each seat on the flight. So ticket prices vary according to supply and demand and depend on how full the flight is and when you make the reservation. So the result is tremendous, right? Difference in prices, all that good stuff. In one investigation, Le Monde newspaper made inquiries at different times about Air France tickets on the same flight from Paris to New York in economy class. They were quoted 17 different prices ranging from 467 to 3,200 euros, not USD, euros. See. Airlines justify these variable pricing policies on the extremely narrow profit margins of the business. To illustrate this, EasyJet, you guys have heard of it, right? Dog shit airline, okay? Use a graphic which shows the seating plan of a plane with 155 seats. They need to sell 39 of these seats to cover airport costs. 37 seats go in fuel costs and 15 to pay the pilots and crew. That leaves just nine seats for profit. Oh my God, this is crazy. Another airline, the infamous and the biggest tub of dog shit behind Vietjet Air. That's right, Vietjet Air, you are number one in terms of dog shit. But the number two in terms of trophies of dog shit is Ryanair. See, they blame special extra fees for pushing up the prices. For example, see, each passenger pays extra for the wheelchair that the plane is obliged to carry and 
since the attack on the Twin Towers back in 2001, an extreme amount of insurance against the risk of terrorism. However, it is also true that if your luggage is just over the allowed weight or you have an extra piece of luggage, they will charge you a fortune for excess baggage. That's right. That's what I talked about in the last one, right? At the same time, you can't claim a refund if a flight is delayed. But if you're five minutes late for check-in, they won't let you through and you'll miss your flight. Repeat that one more time. You can't claim a refund if your flight is delayed. But if you're five minutes late, they won't let you in and you're going to have to buy an entire new ticket. That's right. This is what happens when you fly low budget dog shit airlines. So again, if we look at this, if you ask Ryanair about their prices, what would they say? If you ask any of these airlines about their prices, if we go back to obviously EasyJet and hearing that if they have 155 seats worth of layout, listen, there's no profitability whatsoever. And why do you think so many of these airlines collapsed last year in just one week? Because their profitability is so low. The only reason why Gambin Thai, as Thais are, you know, call it, Thai Airways, the only reason why it's still a success, you know, not a success, it's rampant with so much corruption. It's like cultural corruption. And this stems back to the 60s. And the two hands that are in that pot are the highest of this country. So they would never allow the, air, the airline to collapse because they would lose absolute every face imaginable. So they have to keep it afloat. Although the airline is far worse they get money pumped in from both entities. You see? However, when it comes to Ryanair, if you can only profit in nine seats, that's why the prices are unbelievably abhorrently very high. Do you guys get what I'm saying? So again, have I ever had this problem with cut price travel? No. And America, they have overbooking problems, right? So what is overbooking? A lot of you don't know about this. Now in America, you know about this, but you will get bumped off an airline so quick. Listen, what happens is they overbook because they always think that there are going to be passengers who just don't show up. So let's say going back to the whole seating arrangement, right? 155 people. They would have probably 165 bookings. I could be wrong. They might book up to 170 if they're very greedy, right? We know how American Airlines are. And guess what? If every passenger shows the extra passengers, they're placed on standby. And so what happens is the last time I had seen this, this is when I believe, oh my God, I cannot remember. But I do believe I was at LAX. I saw this black guy. And I remember, you know, Americans, they just talk to everyone. It's pretty cool. I, I, that's one, one thing I really love about Americans. They just talk to, they just, just randoms just talking about their personal life. It's pretty cool. And so this guy was sitting down and he was on standby because he was one of the overbooked passengers. So how did he even get past check-in is beyond me. But me, I had already been checked in. I was already confirmed. And apparently, if you don't confirm your flight, you need to be very quick to confirming your fight, especially if you could do it online. Because if not, you're going to be one of those people who are going to be asked out, oh, I'm sorry, sir. We thought you weren't coming. You're going to have to catch the next flight. That next flight, obviously in America, if you're flying out of Atlanta or, you know, LaGuardia out there in New York or JFK or LAX, 
Normally, that next flight could be within 30 to 45 minutes. No problem. No big deal. However, if you're flying out of, very, out of a very remote place, if you're flying out of the likes of, I don't know, Salt Lake City is not too bad. But if you're flying out of Portland, it ain't, it ain't looking too good. If you're flying out of Mon-fucking-Tana, Mon-fucking-Tana, you got issues. If you're flying out of Boise, fuck Idaho. No, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to emphasize these. But, you know, big shout out to my folks in Boise. Um, but, you know, you could be asked out of luck. And so next thing you know, here you are just screaming at the travel agent. You're going to get ex- uh, not executed, but you're going to get escorted out of the airport. And that's going to be the end of your journey. You're going to be placed on a no-fly, fuck all list. And you're going to have to drive across the country. Now, I'm going a little bit out. I'm going like way over hills now. But again, what happens is you have a couple of people just waiting there. And this lady's working at this. And it's probably about not too far, maybe a couple of, not like 30 seconds walk away from the gate, right? And you got this lady working there. Southwest is D14, D15, correct? Got a black guy just sitting there waiting to see if he's going to be able to fulfill a spot because someone's not going to be able to get on. So if they have a couple of overbookings and people did not like, you know, go to the airline, et cetera, et cetera, they would call your name. You're the next one in line. Arsenio. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. We have a slot. You can come on in. Oh my God. Thank God. I'm going to be able, be able to go home early. And if not, you are F-U-C-K. Past tense. You understand what I'm saying? So, Oh man, guys, <laughs> man, I cannot. So I understand the, you know, the whole profit thing. I don't even know if Ryanair is still going. Um, what is it? Cook, Cook Airlines, they collapsed uh, last year. Listen, when these airlines collapsed within the first month, you already knew that they were down the drain. Like Air Asia with my friend, you know, working there right now, she is very, very fortunate to still be up and running, you know, but at the same time, if these cases don't go down, it's over for her. You know, it's over for the company because then travel, the travel industry is going to be completely broken. No one's going to want to fly Bangkok Airways for $400 when you could have only gotten it for only $10, right? And so considering what's happening now at the beginning of August, today being August 2nd, you guys are listening to this in advance. If you guys want my podcast, you can sign up for the early podcast, $5 a month, or you get it uh, for probably like $40 a year. Uh, and you'll get all these podcasts in advance. So keep that in mind or the Business English Podcast Bash. If you really want to learn a lot about Business English and all the great things that I'm talking about and have a, you know, a two-way discussion, hey, coaching is available. Keep that in mind. But anyways, so... With her and considering that, okay, vaccine, vaccination rates are up. There's a lot of fake news in Thailand. It's funny how the government is banning people from apparently permitting, not permitting, but stating fake news, but yet they are too, the health minister, fake news, saying that he was going to be able to, oh, 1 million vaccines a day started from August. Bro, you just broke 100,000 yesterday. Fake news, you should go to jail. But of course, we know that that wouldn't happen. Now, going back to the whole thing at hand, what we're discussing, my friend, she said in order for her to make her salary in October and November, they need to start selling tickets today. But they're unaware of the situation. They don't know if it's going to escalate. I'm like, listen, I believe we've already reached our peak. We've reached our peak, okay? All these, uh, like I told you, the different clusters that are popping up every day, they're from migrant camps, construction camps, construction sites, factories, companies, and markets. 
it's not amongst the general population. Calm down. You're good. Don't worry about it. But at the same time, if we don't see it go from what it is today, 17,000 nationwide to 13,000 by month end minimum, what's going to happen for the month of October? So by the end of this month, going into September, if we're still at between 15,000 and 30,000, we're going to be in for a very ugly rest of the year. Lots of jobs will be lost, lots of suicides, lots of everything. So in saying that, her being at a low-cost airline, she's going to have to prepare for the worst. She's very fortunate that things are, you know, happening. There aren't going to be any international tourists coming in for a very long time. Uh, but if those flights don't start opening back up, and if these red, dark red zones, red zones, all these BS zones that the government continues to just impose on everybody, if this continues on happening and happening and happening, guess what? It, it ain't COVID that we're going to be scared from. It's going to be bodies literally falling from the sky because people are going to be committed suicide based on their financial struggles. So jackass people of Thailand, get it together. And in saying that, guys, cut price travel. How can I tell you to give you a suggestion to avoid this in general? Please, people, please, 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 please. Pay that extra buck. Just pay the extra $50. I understand. You want a backpacker? Okay, go on and do your business. But I don't want you crying on my blog about, oh, man, the God, Air, Air, Asia. I said, well, you're flown Air Asia. What did you expect? Like, what did you expect? You flew with a low-cost airline. That's just, that's the way love goes. Is that that, that Janet Jackson song, okay? That's the way love goes, okay? People have a tendency of showing you love in different ways. Now, right? Unfortunately, these ways, it looks like hate. So pay the extra buck, get the extra baggage, don't get bumped, and... And if you're living in America, I don't know what you could do. Maybe you could just b hurry up and do online check-in and stuff like that. I'm sure they've upgraded their systems the last time I went there four years ago. So, and saying that, people, thank you for tuning in to another wonderful Arsenio's ESL podcast, man. Stay tuned for more. I'm your crazy ass host, as usual, over and out.